Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Game.com. It's Sam and Greg. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. No, she is coming back, right? Yeah. yeah. Coming back. Get your tickets. No, not yet. Really? No matter, I'll be gone. Well... I mean, you should take us, Noel. Go see Janet. Not yet. I'm trying to see what the Usher situation is going to look like. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But I've okay. seen Janet twice, so this will be my third time. I probably will go, though. Okay. I never miss a chance to see Janet Jackson. Yeah. Uh, anyway, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning and a foggy day to you folks in Winder. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's Hopefully it, it. they won't stay that way. No. Well, there's no sun bopping through to burn it off, they well, said. Well, well. Place is going to look like, well, you know, yeah. we're going to be looking for the queen in a purse. May yeah. she rest in peace. I was thinking about yeah. you. I started laughing out loud to myself right. this week because right. they had a, there was something going on and they showed, you know, little footage of the queen and she's walking, doing her thing, and she's carrying that purse. And if I live to be 250, I will always just, just snicker at your curiosity as to what is in her purse. I never thought about that. You, you I never know, heard you, anybody I, ever bring I, that I, up. I hope that, you know, you. rest her soul. I, I hope that they have like an exhibit. <laughs> you know, they have an exhibit. With, I mean, oh, I'm sure they got a bunch. They ain't got a, none of them open, though. Well, they might open one Let me of ask them. ask you a question. Because a lot of people probably want to know what's in there. Okay. If, if, if there was something in there, yeah. That they could peppermints, like, pepper, just, peppermints for the grandbaby. A, a handkerchief that you know she like she they can document she used this handkerchief at her whatever coronation or, or, or celebration. That thing would get so much money. Oh yeah, auction. Oh yeah, good. It's a possibility. That's a possibility. So, Let's say that. Your son, what happened to her son this week? Yeah, he went in, he, he went in for a little bit of a procedure. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. ain't doing all right. Well, a number of members of the royal family have had some medical That's stuff right, uh, Kate. Mm-hmm. Or lately. In the meantime, I think um, I, I'm not going to get into those. Things. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, okay. I, it wasn't going to be anything derogatory. I just okay. don't. I don't know what to think. Every time, every time I, I, I see Harry and Meghan, I just keep thinking that he is so his mother. She was so opposite of that pomp and circumstance oh, yeah. that she married into. Oh yeah. And it just reminds me of her when I see the antics that he's into right now. So that's, that's you know, I just, it's kind of like low-hanging fruit. I don't like to mess with them. <laughs> anyway, right. coming up in this uh, 9 o'clock hour, are you ready to just, before we get into the <laughs> into what's going on down under, one more time in, in mid-season form, even though it's a preseason game, Yeah, we got a chance to hear something special yesterday. Absolutely, absolutely. Of course, Atlanta United – 
uh, had their first tune-up preseason over in Birmingham. They won by a score of 2-1. And in the midst of it, they get their first goal, and it's something we love to hear. It falls to Gregerson, who flicks to Armis. Armis then returns it to Hernandez. Hernandez sending it to the penalty spot again. Flick forward to Yakamakis. Shot! Score! Boom, Yakamakis! And Atlanta United recycles a corner kick to take the 1-0 lead in the 20th minute. There you go. There see, you go. Mike Conti in, in preseason form. No, I think I think it's been see he doesn't always have to hold it to have the to have the have the excitement in there. Yeah. He had information he needed to pass on afterwards. He usually does that too. Well, he you know, it's like you yeah, when you're, you're, you're uh, a leader of men. I think that <clears throat> this was a uh, a very diligent Higher, a very Noel, digital, we, we can hear this uh, over. process. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna call for that in just a minute. Yeah, we'll get we'll get back to that in just a second. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, you know, he, <laughs> he works his way into it when it gets to be regular season. You know, he, the, the boom Yakumakas is a much more emphatic. It, it, it really is. You know, just get something to build up to. But I thought and, it was and, and nice maybe because you're playing on you know you're playing against another MLS opponent, and this is not an MLS opponent. They're just playing playing a friendly. They're playing a friendly. And being, you know, so that's, but still it was nice to hear. And they got one next Saturday, next, uh, and the following Wednesday. There we go. So we got more games coming up. Yeah. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 game, 929game.com. If you're just joining us, we got a rundown on all things high school basketball south of Macon from Kyle Sandy. We had a news feature that we started. We're going to let you hear her once again, but this feature is called They Got Next. We got eighth graders and under who are trying to get themselves set to, for a broadcasting career, and Sam and I are the perfect people. <laughs> oh, we're the perfect yeah, people. We're the per- but, but, well, but, you, but, you, you, you know, we're both broadcasters. Yeah, we been are. here for a minute. Yeah. And we're giving you a chance to have your son, daughter, niece, nephew be on the show and giving us a one, one and a half minute sports report. We'll just see go. where we go with this, right? Absolutely. And just have some fun with it. So we did that earlier. Actually, we also talked to Terrell. And coming up, Miles Garrett is going to join us. On this uh, this Sunday morning, listen. It it was anticlimactic. I'm sorry, Sam. I mean, you it was so? a nice for if you aren't a tennis fan. Okay. And everything that Karen uh, Pastana from Tennis Panorama, who joined us yesterday, said about Sinner, who beat Djokovic, <laughs> beat him, and the reasons why he beat him, or one of the reasons why, is this dude gets to every ball for a guy that's six four. Usually, the tall guys you think you know gangly don't don't move around the court as well. This guy plays some great defensive tennis, and he dropped the first two sets against Medvedev today in the men's final and then reeled off three straight sets. The match lasted just under four hours, and Medvedev had to go get, to get, to, <laughs> to get his tootsies worked on. He, he had to get his foot. <laughs> he, had to, he had to have some foot issues, man. He had to, The trainer had to come out there and retape a toe up. He wasn't up getting and, the pedicure. He was, getting, no, he was man. getting that thing sanded down. I, like on the I, bottom I, of I, I guess, but, I mean, if you're going to be out there and play for five hours, the feet got to be right. You know, uh, but but center wins. Uh, only the third uh, male player representing Italy to win one of the slams since 1968. So we have a new uh, champion for the Australian Open in Yannick Center. That is great, great to see, and we we'll see what happens next stop uh, for the majors is Roland Garros. Of course, we we'll see them play in the states before then. You know, we we'll see them play out at Indian Wells and down in Miami. So we'll watch and see what happens with the pro tennis tour. Yeah, well, here's the thing: the 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 lead is that. Djokovic will not get the Golden Slam. Won't get that, and let's see what happens with him as far as the Olympics go. Well, you we know, don't, I don't care he, right he, now. He's he never won a medal. I mean, I, this, the thing I remember about him in the Olympics is Rio. 
He lost down in Rio and he left the court in tears. Djokovic in tears. Yes. And this means a lot to him. Really, Some people kind of trivialize the Olympic tennis tournament for whatever reason. But he was there and he wanted it so bad when he lost. He left the court in tears. And he has never won an Olympic medal. And we look to see if he's able to do it in Roland Garros. And if Rafael Nadal is able to show up and, you know, mount any type of challenge for him. I mean, you just want to see him because of, because of where it's being played. You just hopeful that Nadal will be able where to. Do you, which one do you want? Because he's not playing both, I would not imagine, given his injuries. Where would you like well, to see Nadal? If, if he could. I mean, you, you remember, Clay is the more forgiving surface. But still, he's you know, not he doing both that. of those. Days. Why not? Yeah. Well, A, because A, it's going to be right after Wimbledon. Right. So he's got to go from the French maybe, maybe, to Wimbledon. Maybe, maybe, maybe he skips then, Wimbledon. Well, see, that's 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 the story right there. You're going to say that out loud. Maybe he skips Wimbledon to go back and, and have a chance to win a medal on the, on the surface where he's been most successful. We'll see. we got to see if he's all right to play any of it right now. I mean, he left Australia. Well, that's what he's supposed to be sitting back doing, better. right, is rehabbing for this. Mm-hmm. That's what we hope, we, we hope we'll see. Meanwhile, um, we're going to talk more about the Falcons and their coaching um, you know, decision this week. We do have a you know, new head coach in Raheem Morris. And a lot of people you know, are listening to it. A lot of people they thought we're going to get didn't get. And so Morris represents a lot of different things. You want somebody who's been on both sides of the ball. You want somebody with previous head coaching experience, someone that people are familiar with uh, here in Atlanta. David Archer, of course, of the Falcons Radio Network, uh, was here with their morning shift and had these thoughts on Morris. Yeah, just a uh, a leader of men. I think that <clears throat> this was a uh, a very diligent hire, a very digital, diligent uh, process they went through. I mean, think about uh, all the things you guys have been talking about over the last couple of weeks about the different people they were talking to. I didn't. I don't think they they didn't turn a rock over that they they were wondering about. They turned them all over. They in fact they rolled them over again two or three two two more times. You know, to talk to people more than once. Raheem was one of those guys. Raheem is in the building, you know, obviously a few years ago. And um, I think there's a, there was a comfort of, of the kind of man he is. He's a very solid leader of men. Uh, and I point to moments when I had a chance to be out at practice. He initially was uh, on the offensive side of the football, worked with the wide receivers. And that wide receiver group responded to him extremely well. And then there was, when there was trouble on the defensive side, he flipped over to the defensive side. I don't know that I've ever seen, you know, a guy with with the success that he had with the two groups. So that's David Archer with his thoughts and his observation of something that's outstanding about Raheem Morris that makes him a good choice. Um, the coaching staff is starting to take shape. Zach Robinson, uh, the passing game quarterbacks coach and pass game coordinator for the Rams, is coming over as the offensive coordinator. I just I would really like to know what David Archer's um, thoughts are on this changeover right now and being sitting in Desmond Ritter's seat as a quarterback. Yeah, not having the success you thought you would have. Not just that, what your bosses, what what your team thought you would be. Now I don't know that he's ever been in that position. Then they make the change the way they have. Again, there's just some questions. I'd like to get some firsthand knowledge from him if he has any. A, but B, just. What when a coaching be, change happens. When, when a coaching change happens and you're still on a team that they have made decisions that you aren't going to be that dude at that particular position. You had your chance at your last two seasons. Say what you will about the coaching staff and what they provided for you or lack well, thereof. Well, a season in four games. Well, but he, okay. 
he's been there a minute and has not proven. And what that must be like, what's the locker room like when you have that? What's the locker, what's the locker room like when you've been on a team where you know that coach ain't going to be there? You know, you guys have been losing throughout the season, and you know it's just a matter of time before he gets his pink slip. What you know, I'm I'm just always well, it's, curious it's, about it's that. Like, man. It's like a matter of, of of fact when you play in any sport at the professional level that the leadership can change and coach or manager can 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 be gone. Um, even look even look at Milwaukee uh, but basketball this week. You know they're having a successful winning season. Coach gets fired. You know, so I mean, you you got to the mood in the locker room. You know that that's a possibility that could happen. I mean, think about Bryce Young. Up, up in you know, you're there up there. Your coach gets fired. The coach that wanted you to come in is number one. You got to you just found out you got a new coach coming in from. I've uh, been on the staff at Tampa Bay coming up next year, and already you got a front office is in turmoil. My goodness, you know. But people expect you to do something because you won where you came from in college. What's wrong with him? He's a bust. Man, that's the problem. You know, so I'm like, dude, <laughs> throwing a bad situation. At least here, you got some talent. To build around, and you got a good nucleus in place. You do need to sell on that quarterback, though. And you know, David Archer would probably say that start is probably going to come from outside. It's not going to be somebody that's already here. Right. Yeah. Again, just just I, when things like this happen, I, I seem to have multiple questions for people like David Archer, and which you know, and I realize that there's just some stuff he's just not going to talk about, and and I, I understand that, and I'm good with that. But man. You know, it's like when we have people on here, and all of a sudden they break into a story that you didn't expect. That's the yeah. best thing in the world, and 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 David has those. I don't know that he shares them a lot, but he's got those stories. He's got he's got stories that he knows that will make people lean in if well, he yeah. starts he starts talking about it. So I'm always, like I said, I'm always kind of kind of curious about that. You know, as we were talking about this, there's something that the Atlanta Falcons and Doc Rivers. Actually, the Atlanta Braves and Doc Rivers have in common. Braves and Braves. Doc Rivers, okay. On the heels of something that you've been saying for the last X amount of weeks. It don't matter what they do during the regular season. It doesn't even matter how far they ascend in the playoffs. You still look at them until the last out is made or the last basket is had with a skunk eye. And I say that because Doc has been up 3-1 in, in final series, right? And lost. 3-1. Yeah. Multiple times. Braves have been deep in the playoffs, and as you like to say, the bats go to sleep. What, despite what they look like during the regular season, it doesn't happen that often, but it has happened a couple different times where you've used that phrase. Anyway, I was just thinking about that. So as we go into this season, doesn't matter what Doc does to change that Milwaukee team around. We know what his history is. Unfortunately, once he gets into the playoffs. And so until he gets past that, until he closes out with a three-one lead, people are always going to be. Yeah, you know, and that's just the, that's just human nature. Is that fair and unfair? But I don't know what you expect from him this season. You see, being thrown into something in the midseason, coming out of the East, well, and then and and then listen, Giannis believes he deserve he, this team can get a chip. They made that trade to get a championship, and you can talk about the teams out west and who you feel is vulnerable or not going to be the team that they they look like on paper, but. That's what I believe he has been brought in there for. That's what they believe they can do. And maybe they believe because he's been there, done that. I'm not talking about the 3-1 losses. He's actually got a ring that those intangibles from making that journey through the playoffs is something that he can, he can offer. 
you know, you know. Listen, we're, we're reaching. You asked what yeah. he was brought in there for. I'm thinking those are some of the reasons why. But until he closes out three one in those big in, in those big series, and I'm talking about my 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 own Second Baptist Church member, <laughs> Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com and take us with you on the Odyssey. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Sam Gregg on this 28th day of January. It is foggy out there. At least here in Midtown a little bit. You think they'd break up a little bit. Hope so. But, you know, eh, sorry. Sam, on this day. On this day. Baseball lost a giant. Not to, to, to passing away. They lost him on the field. A man who was a three-time MVP was ready for the move from Brooklyn to Los Angeles. But on this day, unfortunately, got into a car accident, was paralyzed. We're talking about Roy Campanella. Yeah. This was the day it happened, 1958. This guy was the, I mean, he was the rock as far as, you had Yogi Berra with the Yankees and you had mm-hmm. Roy Campanella with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And those guys were the catchers. And he was ready to make the move to Los Angeles with the rest of the guys. And, you know, when you talk about the Dodgers and that move out there, you got to remember, Jackie never played a day in Los Angeles. Roy Campanella never played a day in Los Angeles. They were on teams, but they weren't going, you know, Jackie didn't want to go out there. That was, that was part of his problems. Also, you know what happened on this day? Legos were patented. Really? Legos were patented, and as we bring in our, our next guest, I guarantee you he played with Legos growing up. Big fan of Legos. We want to welcome Miles Garrett, Fox 5, joining us. Good morning, buddy. Hey, good morning, Greg. How are you guys doing? We are right. doing fine. Were you a Lego lover, or are you a Lego lover? Uh, oh, big time. Yeah, I loved all the Star Wars sets and all that kind of stuff growing up. Told you. He's all about it. All right, buddy. Well, listen, last time we talked to you, Falcons didn't have themselves a coach. Your thoughts on the move? Um, your thoughts on them not hiring the guy that everybody thought was going to hire? I'll let you start with the guy they hired. Yeah, no, I, I think it all it caught a lot of folks off guard just given the fact that he was coming in, or Arthur Blank was, rather, supposedly big game hunting with Bill Belichick, guys like Jim Harbaugh. You're interviewing all these other huge candidates that are coming in, 14 of them, and you end up with the same guy that was in the building four years ago before Arthur Smith. So uh, I think in that regard it was a little surprising, but given the fact that Raheem Morris, was bound to get a head coaching job eventually just because of his record. Uh, he's one of the most prepared coaches in the league. Uh, all the players seem to love him. I spoke to multiple Falcons players before he was hired that were vouching for him to get that job. So because of that, you got to understand why he wowed in these interviews with Arthur Blank and Rich McKay, Terry Fonda, whoever was sitting in on all these meetings that Raheem Morris finally is back here in Atlanta. Spending time on the waitforit.com outline this morning with Miles Garrett. He is social. You can find him on Twitter or X or whatever you're calling it this week. Uh, at Miles Garrett TV, at Miles Garrett TV. That being said, the coaching staff is already starting to take shape, Miles. It is, yeah. Reportedly, Zach Robinson, the new offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, it's hard, hard to say that this isn't one of the better moves that Raheem Morris could have made being a you know, L.A. guy, uh, Sean McVay disciple with Zach Robinson, what he's been doing out there. Granted, he isn't or hasn't been an offensive coordinator yet, more of a quarterback's coach, per se, out there in L.A. But his work with Baker Mayfield, his work with 
Matthew Stafford, obviously, getting these guys to become relatively, I mean, when we're talking about Baker Mayfield, we know what Matthew Stafford has been able to do in this league, but sort of revitalizing some of these other quarterbacks to make them very good and, and relatively competent, or competent after they weren't so. So uh, I'm not saying that he's going to do that with a guy like Desmond Ritter, per se. Maybe it's going to be someone else. Uh, but uh, I, I think because of that and the passing game and Sean McVay's style is something that fa- Falcons fans should be excited about because of what the personnel that already exists with Drake London, Kyle Pitts, uh, B. John Robinson. Maybe he can kind of utilize those guys the way that Kyron Williams was used, Cooper Cup was used, Puka Nakua. So a lot of really good personnel that uh, Zach Robinson has to work with net right now. Miles Garrett, Fox 5, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929thegame.com. It's been interesting listening to people talk about uh, this team, and then when the um, subject of, of, of uh, Desmond Ritter comes up in the quarterback position, they, you, know, you talk about this guy like he's got one foot out the door, whether it's uh, they're going to let him go or put him in a trade or, or he's just going to be third string. Whatever it is, they do not see him leading. So you got to figure the general consensus is they're going to get somebody in here. I don't know from the draft or, or a free agent – Kirk Cousins is a name that keeps mentioning, but we talked about this yesterday, and I brought this up. And I just found it interesting that there's a guy sitting out there with back-to-back Super Bowl appearances, got himself a ring, and much like coach in New England, don't seem like nobody's really rushing to get him, and that's Russell Wilson. What are your thoughts on him, and where do you, might he land? Yeah, I think he's certainly intriguing. I had the idea that maybe Russell Wilson would be a prime candidate here in Atlanta if a guy like Bill Belichick was the head coach, sort of like – uh, the same mold of Kirk Cousins just being that veteran quarterback that would theoretically be a seamless transition for a veteran coach like that. But it seems that they might be going the younger route. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's sort of hard to predict this. It's so early in the the process for figuring out what that's going to be. You still have to have the combine, you have the senior bowl, all this kind of stuff that will probably dictate a lot more of that. Uh, again, the Jacks are still a couple months away. Things can change. It usually does. But I wouldn't be surprised to, to see maybe a, another veteran brought in just for quarterback competition purposes. I do think they do address quarterback in the draft, whether that's a trade up to get a guy like Jaden Daniels, perhaps. Uh, you know, maybe you don't want to pay the pretty penny to move all the way up to number one. It might be a little bit cheaper to move up to number three. It seems that the Falcons may have the assets to do such a move because of what we're seeing with Calvin Ridley. That's an extra second round pick you might be having to sort of play around with and use as ammo in a trade. So because of that, who knows? I mean, like I just said, Baker Mayfield, maybe he's a guy you bring in because of his work with Zach Robinson, Uh, just because of what he was able to do with him out in LA. Maybe he's a guy you bring in after you cut a guy like Taylor Heineke. Maybe you keep Desmond Ritter on the roster just because of how cheap he is. But I think these are things that uh, definitely is going to be considered when it comes to Zach Robinson and obviously those other moves that Raheem Morris is going to be making pretty soon. Understand it looks like we're going to keep the special teams coordinator. Is that, is, is that pretty much what you're hearing? Yeah, that's what reports seem to indicate yesterday. Marquise Williams um, you know, had some opportunities to take other jobs, I believe, in New England and uh, New York, the same position. Uh, he's a pretty well-respected guy, and – I think you, it, it's kind of difficult to, to look at what he accomplished last year uh, just because of some personnel losses. Avery Williams, obviously, the kick, the kick returner, was out for most of the year, uh, one of the better kick returners in the league. 
Um, so I think he has done some very good work in Atlanta. I covered him a lot last year when he was the head coach of the Shrine Bowl, which is currently going on right now in Las Vegas. But last year, the Falcons coaching staff was in charge of that. And he did a pretty good job. He's very well respected among that coaching staff and is considered a pretty fast riser among the coaching ranks. The Shrine Bowl. How come we didn't get credentials for that? I don't know. <laughs> get out there to Las Vegas <laughs> for that event. Miles Garrett joining Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 929 The Game. All right, let's talk about these matchups today. First game, Chiefs, Ravens. Who wins? Why? Who would you like to see win and why? Well, Lamar Jackson obviously got that big win last week. He's had some playoff struggles in the past, so I think perhaps that monkey is finally off of his back when it comes to these playoff losses. I think that the Ravens are going to get this just because I think this is the most beatable Chiefs team we've seen in years just because of their receivers, their defense obviously playing the best football they've played. They've, you know, obviously they're always known for their offense, but the defense has been pretty good for them. Uh, outside of that, you know, it's hard to kind of go against Mahomes, but in this one, I've got the Ravens. I'm kind of rooting for the Ravens uh, just because of, you know, the whole uh, Taylor Swift circus when it comes with the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> that, that's just, and again, I have nothing against. Taylor Swift or any of the Swifties or anything like we I'll were, say we before were th- my we were thirty minutes from ending this show without bringing her name up. I know that's right. <laughs> 30, 30 well, minutes. Hey, you know before, what? Before before my Twitter DMs get blown up, I have nothing, nothing, nothing against Miss Swift. I think she is a very lovely it's lady. It's too late now. It's too late now. You didn't put her name in your mouth, and they're already, they're already, there's already congregations of them folks coming. Again. I know that's right. Hey, listen, I want to ask both of you guys: What is Patrick Mahomes' signature win, other than the Super Bowl? Other than the Super Bowl win, what is his signature win that got him to that part? The reason I'm bringing this up is because he's had all his play, all his conference championships at Arrowhead. Okay, he hasn't gone on a road and won a big one where he was supposed to lose. All the all-time greats got that win. I'm wondering if this is, if we're going to put him in the mountaintop or include him in the mountaintop, which everybody has done, he's got to have that win. It's like the conversation we have about Kobe or had about Kobe. Kobe is one of the greatest players of all time. Give me a signature move of his or, or something that he did. He was a series of great jump shots, all right, and, and passes and things like that. He doesn't have that, you know, switching midair Jordan kind of shot or some of the, other, some of the all-time greats have. So I'm asking you guys, can you put your finger on an all-time, I mean, a, a, a signature win for Mahomes and this Chiefs team? Like all-time? Well, no, no, no. Season? Ascending, getting him in his career. And I'm making a point that I mean, this the Super Bowl w- wins, obviously, but you're talking about going uh, on. Yes. You're talking about going getting somewhere. Getting to the Super Bowl. You know. It's those wins that you get. It's the Ice Bowl. It's the, it's the win that gets you to the Super Bowl. That's the signature win. And I'm asking because I don't think he has one, but if he does it today, that would be it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think you could argue maybe the, the Burrowhead win last year when they were talking, you know, Bengals versus Chiefs, that rivalry that that's become uh, last year. But I think you got to argue that maybe the, the, the Chiefs were still the favorite in that game. So that was the first game that immediately came to mind for me. Yeah, that's what, I, you know, what I'm thinking, too. But, but, I mean, it's the other thing. Most of his big wins have come at home. Yeah. You know, he, hadn't had, had, he hasn't had to go on the road. That's a credit to his team who's doing that. Thoughts about the, 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 uh, the, the second game? What are your thoughts on, on that one? Lions and, and 49ers. It, it, it has been fun to watch this Detroit team and, um, you know, obviously what that team has been through down through the years, it's been neat. But does the magic dust kind of wear off today? 
man, it'll be so exciting to see the Detroit Lions in the Super Bowl. But <laughs> it is really hard to, to beat a Kyle Shanahan-led team at full strength uh, just because given, you know, the, the, this, I think, the Ravens and the 49ers, I think, on paper, have been the best two teams in football this year. Now, I think the Lions are getting hot at the right time, so I wouldn't discount them beating the 49ers in this game. Uh, I think it would be exciting to see, but I also wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if the 49ers end up winning this game by maybe two touchdowns. They're just a very, very good team. Um, and, you know, I'm hoping it's a very competitive game just because I love watching competitive football, but. Uh, I think a Shanahan-led team wins this game by 10. All right, let's do this and be real about it. This is what they say over at Off the Hook in the Barbershop. People talk about Kyle Shanahan like he's Lombardi. He's the second coming, one of the oddest, one of the greatest all-time offensive minds the sport has seen, but yet ain't hosted one Super Bowl trophy. Not been a one, one coaching – has he been a part of a coaching staff that's won a Super Bowl where he was in charge of the offense or as head coach? No. But yet they have put him on this pedestal. Until he does it, yes, I put him up there with some of the great minds that are playing right now. But I'm not talking about all-time great coaches with this dude yet. Well, no, until he gets yet. the he's chip. Got, he's got to win one. Well, again, yeah. So when you just kind of dismiss the efforts of others because Kyle Shanahan. And, Miles, I'm not taking a shot at you. I'm sorry. That phrase that you said, a Kyle Shanahan you know, a team that's at you know, full strength. You know, I realized last year they were beat up. But you know, they have not ascended to a Super Bowl this guy hasn't brought a team to a Super Bowl and won it. And it's just one of the things that, you know, people, when they talk football, they always bring that up. This is supposed to be one of the great minds, but he ain't got no chip. Fair? Is that a fair criticism? Yeah, no, no. I, I think you're taking a personal shot. It's cool, Greg. No. Yeah, really. That, that, <laughs> well, that's that's kind of what he's doing. Nine, even though he kicked <laughs> me out of a movie. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I understand. I mean, when you the, winning a Super Bowl is at the end of the day is the standard for becoming a great head coach in this league. But – I think my argument with Kyle Shanahan, I think, has been more of the last two years. He hasn't really had that elite quarterback play that has, you know, maybe some other teams have had. Now, of course, we've had the Matt Ryan discussion. He had the MVP back in 16, didn't finish the job. But I think Brock Purdy, this, this is probably one of the best 49ers teams he's had to work with in the past because of how fluid everything has been falling into place in that offense. And, of course, you know, if he doesn't get the job done this year, I think that argument becomes louder than ever. You know, you you're, you got to win a Super Bowl at some point, and you got to win the games you're favorited in. So uh, that's going to be something that will be fun to watch, uh, of course, today, and, you know, if he's able to get it done in the Super Bowl. Fantastic stuff. Before we get to go, let's, let's talk a little Braves. Uh, yesterday, everybody's out at Truist uh, for, the, for, for, the, for the Braves Fest. Uh, gets everybody all set for, for for the team and whatnot. Your thoughts about what this team has been able to do during the off season as they get set to to head for for spring training here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I can't wait to start talking Braves again with you guys coming up this summer. But uh, yeah, no, I think Spencer Strider was soundbite city yesterday, kind of talking about World Series or bust for this team, which I'm glad he did. I think this team needs that voice to sort of be out there interviewing and and saying that hey, you know that is the only standard for this team right now. It's not just getting to the playoffs every single year and maybe having that playoff disappointment, you know, maybe we'll win a game if we won't. That's the standard for this Braves team. Now there's no excuse. You win a world series or it's a bust. I love the moves bringing in Chris sale and Jared Kellenick. Uh, I think those are two guys, especially Kellenick. We know a lot about what Chris sale can do, but I think Kellenick is sort of an underrated signing who I think will end up starting a lot of games for this team out there in the outfield. 
but I mean, again, this team is basically all intact coming back again this season. And it was the best regular season team in baseball last year. Hopefully they replicate that again this year. And I don't see a reason why they won't if everybody stays healthy. This is a very, very, very good baseball team that just needs to find a way to exercise those demons at the postseason. All right. Hey, Miles, were, were you listening to us in the 7 o'clock hour? Uh, I was not, okay. unfortunately. We got, we, got a, we, we got a new feature, and we, we, we did that? the first one. Uh, it's called um, They Got Next. And it's about young – well, we're, we're hoping it to grow into us presenting young – up-and-coming broadcasters. And so Terrell Thomas, you know Terrell, he comes on here all the time and talking about, talking about uh, the NBA and the Hawks. Well, his daughter is following in his footsteps, and she came on this morning. I'm saying all this because you better watch your back. <laughs> she's, she's what's next. And so since you didn't hear it earlier, when we come back from this commercial break, we are going to lead with that segment of this young broadcaster. And we want our audience, if you have uh, an elementary school uh, boy or girl who, who would like to be a broadcaster, can do a minute, minute and a half sports report, have it ready for us on a Saturday or Sunday morning, we want to hear from you. Sam.Crenshaw at odyssey.com, Greg.Clarkson at odyssey.com. Let us know who you are, where you're at, and all that stuff. And uh, we want to just give platforms to young and up-and-coming Miles Garretts here in the Atlanta area. You support that, right? Of course. I'll have to explore the, the journalism pipeline, see who we can get on the show. There you go. Hey, look, he's going to help. There see, you go. That, that's a secure man hey. right there. There you go. Doing some recruiting. That's right. You help everybody out here. We're all getting into heaven. <laughs> Miles, enjoy the games today, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Have a good Sunday. There you go. Miles Garrett, Fox 5. Yep, that's coming up next. If you didn't hear it, at 7.20, we're going to give you, well, they got next. A young up-and-coming broadcaster joining us as we wrap things up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Ladies and gentlemen, as we look outside here, the weather for today is going to be kind of cold, getting down to about 50 degrees for a high. We'll have an update later on in the 11 o'clock hour. But up next, we check on sports, and we send it to our correspondent, Sayla Thomas. Good morning. I'm Sayla Viana, also known as Sayla Thomas with these Urban Times. In honor of Kobe Bryant scoring 81 points, and while celebrating the Black Mama's legacy, both Luka Doncic and Joel Embiid scored 70 and 73 points this week. Joel Embiid is scoring 70 points against the San Antonio Spurs, and Luka Doncic scoring 73 points versus our own Atlanta Hawks. Today is also championship day in the NFL. The Kansas City Chiefs face the Baltimore Ravens, and the Detroit Lions face the San Francisco 49ers. The winners of each matchup will play each other in Super Bowl 58, which is our upcoming Super Bowl. But in more local news, the 6U Imhotep White Warriors picked up a 17-6 victory in their East Point HBCU League matchup. Before the game, the team decided to play in honor of Kobe, and my dad coaches the team. So it was a very, it was a very loving environment, and it was a very careful and, care, and careful environment. My brother ended up scoring 11 points and had six rebounds in this game, and they took the win. And I just want to give a shout-out to my brother and my dad because I am so proud of them. 
And this is Sailor Viana with Sam and Greg on 92.9 Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. That's what we do. We, 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 we provide dreams. How about that? And that could be your daughter. That could be your son, niece, nephew. That's what Sam and I are doing right now. The feature is called They Got Next. Yep. That was our inaugural participant. If you're an educator that's listening, it, yeah. could, be, it could be one of your one of your prize pupils. Yes, right. And it's in your classes there. But we are looking for eighth grade and under to come and provide a, a sports report for us. We're going we're gonna to have we, – we, we open up this – Door, it's up to you guys if you would like to use it, utilize it. But we are gonna we're gonna provide this opportunity for you. I want to thank Sayla Thomas, Terrell mm-hmm. Thomas's daughter, yeah, for coming on and being our first one. But uh, that's what you just she heard. gets a kick started, doesn't she? Yes, she does. She, she, nobody she, can ever take that away from her. Yeah, you never forget your first, right? But anyway, she, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Miss Crenshaw, I know there were some things you wanted to get off your chest and some people we want to acknowledge before we get on out of here. We no, got- just want to remind people that uh, we do have another winning team here in town, Atlanta Vibe uh, from the Pro uh, Volleyball Federation. Uh, women's indoor volleyball professional. They played their first two matches away from home, and they are two and zero. They will play their first home match this Thursday evening at uh, at Gas South Arena out in Gwinnett. And it's like they look to see a good crowd out there. They love for people to come out and check them out. So they are playing this week their first home match. So get out and check them out. All right. Uh, just in case you can't get in front of a TV, we have got championship NFL action here. AFL game, the first one. Pre-game at 2 o'clock, kick at 2.30, followed by the NFC Championship. Those games can be heard on WAOK. While over here on 92.9 The Game, we got Hawks at Toronto. That pre-game is at 5.30, tip at 6 o'clock. And then Tuesday night, the Lakers are going to be here. Now, you know what? Does, does, does that cause the same hubbub as it used to? It, 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 it does. I mean, because – and, and I mean, it's your one chance to see LeBron James. You don't know how many more of those you got, so people are going to show up. It's the, it's the one. You know, it's gone back to being this time of year because for a minute. It was going to the circus. It, was it, no, 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 no. For a minute, this game was in the fall. And I'm like, yeah, you the Lakers coming to town in the fall. That's a good place to put them to count. I don't say be ignored, but, you know, now people are focused off the football. Like, oh, the Lakers come to town. They usually would come to town, and, like I said, when the circus would come in, in, in late July or late January or February. Hmm. All right. Uh, I'm trying to look at this. You had mentioned this earlier. We talked about the end of the uh, Australian Open. Tennis's first major is now a done deal. Center is the winner. Yep. Got over Medvedev. And, yep. and yesterday we had talked to Karen Pastena, who had mentioned, this is what this guy does, man. He drives you nuts with his speed. You don't think he's got that. Yeah, he's you know? got the wheels. Uh, and, and obviously losing the first two sets, he's able to be a great defensive player, first of all, and then just switch the game around totally on Medvedev. And so uh, he wins the last three sets, and he wins the championship. Well, got the big trophy. Got and the big got trophy, me, the big check. <laughs> both. Uh, on this date, though, 2017, Serena beat her sister. Yeah. That was one of the matchups that you had. It was must-see TV. Serena beat Venus. That was her seventh. This was in 2017, her seventh Aussie Open. I had forgotten that was it, though. That was like number 23. Yeah. She ain't won since then. It was yeah. like her last. She got, was, to, she got to the finals with Naomi there was, Osaka. There, there was technically three Williams on the court. That's, that's true. That's true. That's right. There was technically three of them out there. Like, we, like, we we just didn't know. Like Rihanna's special guest last right, year at the Super right, Bowl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that happened on his day. You know what else happened? I was like, get rid of this insignificant information. And I believe there is a huge documentary starting tomorrow night on this. 
but this was the day that they uh, recorded "We Are the World." With all them folks leaving we were the talking American, about that. Yeah. American Music Awards, all of them were there, and they jumped in cars and came over to um, Ken. I forgot the guy's name. Ken, somebody's studio there, and uh, recorded that thing. Yeah, and the the documentary behind it is is what's interesting. I'm wondering if they're going to have allegedly there was a part of that recording where Waylon Jennings walked out. Now, you can see him in the video, the finished product. He's in there in the chorus. He doesn't have one of those individual deals where he's going yeah. back and forth. But apparently he was not happy, as you want to believe the reports, about singing certain lines to the song that they had there. Ain't no country boy ever saying that. That's, I mean, that's, I'm not being okay. smart, as this was, that's what was reported. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got up in, in, in a huff and left. So there you go. NFL announced new teams on this day, the Cowboys and Minnesota Vikings. This announcement came in 1960, of course. Um, Greg Popovich, happy 75th birthday. Okay. Gene McFadden, lost him in 06, but he shares the same day with Popovich of McFadden and Whitehead. You know, ain't no stopping us now. Happy birthday, Andre Iguodala, who's now the head of the uh, Players Union. Or is he temporary? Or I thought he was that he's got some title. Okay. That I thought he was like acting head or executive director of the uh, Players Association. Jermaine Dupree, Maglio Ordonez, two baseball players. You remember those two names? Maglio, Maglio Ordonez, and Jermaine. What I say, Dupree? You said Jermaine Dupree. I'm like, wait a minute, that's a a dude. Jermaine Die. Okay, Jermaine Dupree is down (laughs) down the road. Now there's a story. Yeah. They both born on the same day. Happy 50th birthday to both of them. And make sure I get this one right. Rick Ross, 46 yeah. today. Yeah. Rick Ross. Found out his son uh, verbally committed to play college football at Bethune-Cookman. Really? Yeah. Well, then he would probably be up to come up here and talk about that and, 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 and join us one Saturday or Sunday morning. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be a proud papa, and, and we could talk college football with Rick Ross. That, <laughs> that would be a get. Come on, oh, come on, work on that, Sam. Work on that. He'll take your call. <laughs> he will absolutely take your call. I don't know about the rest of us. We work on him and see. Uh, you and I have not spent one minute, so let's do it now, talking about these two games today and what we think we're going to see and who we'd like to see win. All right, I'll start. Okay, all right. <laughs> Chiefs and, and Chiefs and the Ravens. It's so hard to go against Mahomes. That listen, I believe that the home team will win, but I want that as we talked about earlier, history being made. I want to be there and watch that signature win. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of want to see what the Chiefs do to go in and get this win because I believe that this is their last chance with this this particular team with this the way it's set up right now. Patrick Mahomes could come back absolutely. But with Kelsey and the guys that they got there right now, and by the way, Andy Reid, if you want to believe some of the speculation, yeah, because if they get the chip this year, he Probably word won't. is he going to exit stage left. Yeah, I can I can see that I can see that. But but in the case of Lamar Jackson, we all knew what what the preseason was like for him mm-hmm. and the off season was like for him. Whether or not you know what I mean, I'm torn. And, and, right, right. <laughs> you know, so when you you got to, to tell this whole story, you got to go back to the off season. Uh, the weather or not, and, and 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 the fact that the Ravens did, you know, you keep him keep him on board. It's hard you, to me because of that. 
it's hard not to 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 kind of to kind of pull for him today. You couldn't take a Stratocaster to the top of the Sears Tower and make more noise than I was making when this dude was at Louisville, right? You were here yeah. for it. Yeah, I was. Pop- I said he gonna win the Heisman. Boom, he wins the Heisman. I thought he should have got it the next year. So I have followed his career going back a minute, and I would like to see him get that Super Bowl win. All I'm saying is that if history presents itself today in that first game. I won't be that mad because actually I believe he'll be back. Just like I said, Patrick Mahomes will be back. Yeah. I just don't think Patrick Mahomes with the bodies he has around him right now will get it done. I could see Harbaugh and, 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 um, and Lamar Jackson making a second or third run at this. Now, all of this is conversation with what is arguably one of the top three dudes sitting on the sidelines during this postseason, and that's Joe Burrow. Yeah. Cincinnati going to have something to say coming up next season. They got to take better care of him. Yeah, that's true. He gets he gets sacked a lot. So you want you 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 think the Ravens that who you going with? For this, I, 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 for this one probably so. All right. Looking. I I you know, like I said, until Shanahan gets it done, I'm 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 want to have peaceful nights of sleep. <laughs> so you know who I'm going for. <laughs> no, I do. I actually do. I I I think this is Listen, you you're watching what's next. And we always talk about that. So I got no connection to, to the 49ers. And so, yeah, let me, see, let me see the two road wins pull off a victory. Now, that would be an exciting day that of football. Be, that would be amazing. So that's what I'm going it, it, for. That, that and happens. I got no problem with that particular Super Bowl either. Kansas City and Detroit. I got no problems with it. Them folks at CBS might have a problem with it. But <laughs> that ain't my problem. Well, I don't think so. I, I, I think either one of these teams got 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 stories, got got backstories that uh, the fans have followed, players that they followed, the coaches. I think right now, any of the any any team that get should should be well documented. And any stories you don't have, you got a week to flush those stories out. Noel, come on in here. Um, first of all, I want to thank you for today. You have been put into some uncomfortable and weird situations by us, and you have come out. Like a rose. So I wanted to just thank you for your efforts today. Always a ball of fun. All right. And just, just thank you. Now, <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we got to get your thoughts on these games. You can't be sitting back there pushing buttons. I know you love these. You're looking forward to these games. Who you got? I never roll with 15, and nothing's changing this year. I'm going with Lamar Jackson. Uh oh. And the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Well, hang on a second. Why you, why you say that first part the way you said it like that? I don't know. I just. It's the the way Patrick Mahomes plays football, although it's, it's electric and amazing, I just feel like it's a shelf life on it. Or at least it should be. It's supposed to be. I've been proven wrong every step of the way, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep saying it. Okay. No, you, because the guy who we think is a, the guy who everyone says is a number one draft pick is Mahomes 2.0. I know, right? It I really know. is. You know. But that's how you feel, right? Yeah, that's how you I live feel in about America, it. and you can feel that way. I, I I want the real life Malik and Tasha from the game to get the ring and succeed. Because that's who Lamar Jackson and his mama is to me. That is that is Tasha Mack and Lameek and, and, and Malik. And we are seeing it in real life. Okay. Um, the, <laughs> the star quarterback and the mama manager. Oh, my goodness. The uh, the second game. I got the Lions. I got the, I got the fight in Marshall Mathers. Okay. I feel the same way about Shanahan that you do, especially since he was supposed to get the job done here for yeah. me. So yes. I feel the same way you do about Shanahan, and until he gets the job done, and I hope he never does, um, <laughs> go on the Lions. <laughs> no, because if I can't have nice things, why can't Kyle Shanahan? Ooh, see? There we go. I'm just saying. I, 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 I understand what she's saying. I totally understand. 
this is this is fan talk here. If I can't have nice things. Yeah. Why should Kyle Shanahan? Yeah. Why you get to lose your playbook and then lose go out the to the sun, go, sunset and yep. go coach the 49ers and win a Super Bowl? No. No. No nice things for you. <laughs> I'm wow. trying to think of what legacy has, has had success. Who's got the most success as a legacy? I mean, Papa did it, so I'm going to do it. And I'm trying to think of who that person is. What coach? I'm talking about players. I'm talking about coach. Got the Shanahan legacy. Nothing. Um, Shula? Shula's no. Nah. Nah. I mean, I don't think there is one. And and so maybe this guy, you know, he shuts that down. But I, I was just trying to think, nah, there's been nobody, right? Coming after Papa. Getting it done. All right. Um, Mr. Crenshaw, yeah. I am looking forward to these games later on today. Look look, look over your shoulder. Okay, hang the, on. The, the, the clouds are oh, starting man. to part. The clouds are starting to part. It's still yeah, going to be look, chilly look out on there. The horizon, you can see the mother dark was behind it. <laughs> you can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I, yeah. Anyway, just just make yourself comfortable. Just say a prayer for me. I don't get no more water coming in my house. No more. Please. Just uh, no more. <sighs> Everybody else, thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday mornings. And Saturdays, too. We were here yesterday. We'll be back next week, too. 6 to 10, Saturday and Sunday, or thereabouts. Be sure to tune in. Again, Hawks action tonight. Toronto, you got 5.30 pregames. Tip at 6. AFC Championship, that's going to be on WAOK, followed by the NFC Championship. Things get going at 2 o'clock. Kick at 2.30. Again, Noel, thank you for everything that you did today. Mr. Crenshaw, enjoy the rest of your day. You do, too. We will be talking throughout the week for the rest of you. Have a wonderful day. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.